Ramble. We are the Try Guys. Welcome to the Tripod. This is a podcast about things we tried this week and, and us just talking and shooting the shit. You got Ned. Hey. You got Keith. Hey. You got Eugene. Guten Tag. Oh, and you got Zach. Hey. Bonjour to you, sir. Wow. Is that a German Welcome greeting? in. Huh? Welcome in. What's, is that welcome, welcome in? Welcome. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> welcome in? Yeah. It sounded like welcome in. <laughs> Reckoncy. Yes. <laughs> You should talk in German more often. Mm. I mean, he's going to try to do the whole podcast in German with the 10 words he knows. This isn't something that I've made up, but it is amazing how any European accent, we're like, we're cool with us doing that. But if you do any other accent in the world, it's not okay. We are of European descent. No, but I'm cool with Eugene doing a German accent. Well, that's because... You he know. is of European descent. <laughs> you didn't get made fun of as a child for an accent. I think, and I think that's totally fair. It's yeah. just, it's, it's interesting. I mean, do you want to do a Asian accent right now? I, I I'd don't love want to. Hear to. You I'm not it. saying I want it to. It sounded do. like that's I'm what just, you were pitching. No, I'm just saying. All right, let's go around each white try guy. Oh, Give me Zach your... Milady. <laughs> I think you should do an Asian accent. Like clearly a stereotype of that accent, but no one bl- bats an eye. We're like, yeah, that's funny. It's great. You nailed it. No, it's because I really like Outlander. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to slowly uh tiptoe back away from this statement and assertion. Yeah, we got out of it. I feel like we got out of it it's easy. Back to the tripod. Uh, oh boy. Oh, I don't know when one. Ned does it. It's like it's getting one. bad. Oh, sweet. Back to the tripod. Back to the tripod. Well, you know, I thought that was a good thing we're going to keep that segment. We're in. definitely keeping that. You know, that because in. sometimes we think stay things in the tripods and then our wives ask us to take it back. So she, Becky has you have a, you have a correction. Have a, Becky a has correction. another correction. Ooh, I have besmirched ooh. her name by not being clear that when I was talking about how she doesn't watch our videos, how I was, it was specifically Chicken Watch. Those and the oh. dumb videos where I eat fast food and rap in the car with Chris Reinecker. Those are the videos she doesn't watch. So she watches Eat the Menu, but she doesn't watch Chicken Watch. Correct. Becky wanted it to be very clear Yikes. that she's a big fan of Zach and all the videos that he releases, especially Can of Competition. She loves those are her she favorite. Does, well, she wants the world to know that she only watches my videos. She so likes them. Thank you for that correction. She actually too. only watched the Eat the Menu that came out today uh, through her part. Hers is right at the beginning, and then she turned it off. <laughs> okay, Becky. You know, my very, very, very cool friend, Kathleen. Uh-huh. Like, she's like a different echelon of yeah, cool, she's in, cool in music. She wears hats. She she doesn't wear hats. Oh, I picture she, her in a but hat. She could. No. But she could. Because when she goes to Coachella, she doesn't she wear a hat? No. Effortlessly wear hats. She would look I, so She's just super cool. You're she telling me like, she's never worn a hat. She's definitely, guys, listeners, she's, she's not really a hat. a hat girl. Picture her in a hat. Like but a I nice like how hat. that's what you associate with cool people. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. wears hats. If you can, like, wear a cool hat and look cool, you're cool. Exactly. You like the option to wear it or not wear it is the coolest thing Like, you can wear a cool hat. I do sometimes wear a cool hat. See, and you're cool. Well, yep. Zach wears semi-cool hats. And it feels forced. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eugene. I'm sorry. Her friend, who is also very cool, like be like if you were in a room with him, you would say, Whoa, I can't even talk to this guy. Because he doesn't even like talk. He's so cool. He's a fine artist. Well, like an actual cool. artist. No, like uh-huh. literally you stand nice. there and you go, yeah. This guy yeah. is so cool. Oh yeah. And he um barely probably even watches YouTube at all. And he showed her recently, he goes, Hey, uh, your friend. I like this video and it was without a recipe. He was like, this is funny. You should watch this. Wow. Probably has never seen any other Try Guys wow. video. Wow. Yeah. You're telling me cool people like us? I mean, it's rare. 
but it happened. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it happened. That makes us cool. No, there's just some people who are actually cool, you know? Yeah. Because people can maybe call their favorite YouTubers cool, but I don't think most YouTubers inherently are cool people. Right. Because part of the job of being online is being overtly friendly and accessible. Cool people are not accessible, and they're not overtly friendly. That's true, but I think some... Friendly people are cool, but no, there, they're there's cool, certain but like there's a cool, type of cool, actual that's not, cool people that's not like yeah. extrovertedly like out there being like, "Hey, nice to meet you." They're like, <sighs> but like just sort of breathing sexily like, in the corner. Kathleen's cool because she like I was like, "What'd you do this past week?" And she goes, "Oh, you know, I just threw Frank Ocean's birthday party," and I was like, "Oh, that's." Cool. That's, that's cool. What you, she's like, what you did? And I was like, I watched Cheer on Netflix by myself. Like, it was good though. It was excellent. Cheer was good. Cheer was excellent. We can. We really, we must. Really touches my southern heart in a way that felt very PTSD. I yeah. wanna, yeah. I wanna get invited to Frank Ocean's birthday. What do you do? I feel like you just sip apple juice and be sad in corners. I want that. That sounds amazing. No, it was um, Paris is Burning theme. So it was all uh, category is, femme, vogue. And it was like uh, like whole like when vogue battles. When am I going to get yeah. invited to a mansion party? <laughs> I need, I'm putting it, it out there again in the universe. It can be Taco Bell. It can be anyone else. I want to go to a mansion party. We'll go one day. <sighs> one day if we, we can throw one for a video. I think one... I think uh, I think we can't. Video you know how much I like having parties. birthday parties that are fun and costumey. One day, if I have money to the point where I can actually rent out a mansion, that's the one, the one thing I'll spend it on. Yeah. Is like a cool venue for a costume. Oh yeah, party. you totally would. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, let's start there, Eugene. This weekend was your birthday. You threw a themed party. Alas, it was not in the mansion. But tell the people about it. Oh yeah, for my birthdays, uh, I like to treat it as Halloween part two, because mm. uh, everyone knows I love Halloween. So this year the theme was Disney Channel original movies and series. It's a good like mid January, you know, post holiday. It's like everyone's like, oh, well, I guess it's a new year, and we don't have Christmas to look forward to for like twelve months. And then you're like, psych, we got Halloween part two. It's Eugene's birthday. Also, fuck Christmas. Oh. <laughs> I was, yeah, I'm, I'm just far Eugene, away now. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, that. He doesn't like Christmas. But well. Zach was the only one who could make it. That's true. I am the best friend. I am the only friend. <laughs> well, that's not friend. what I said, but thank well, you for coming. You are quite welcome you for being loyal. Becky sprained her ankle the morning of the party. Or so she wants you to believe. Uh, she definitely did. And then, yeah, so we spent the whole weekend. Bad. It's it's luckily sucker up. not that bad. Cantaloupe I, I size did, ankle. No, it's actually pretty okay. I did make her ice it. She did not want to ice it. And like Becky, this is she didn't want to ice like, it. This is literally how she should call me, and I will tell her about spraining things. I was like, I know it sucks because it's cold, but it will heal your ankle like exponentially it's faster. You heal all sprained joints. It's the rice method. rice rest, rest ice, ice compression, compression elevation. elevation. I've never heard that. Well, I googled that get this weekend. Yourself some knowledge. Well, I just did. <laughs> yeah. That's why I come to the tripod for yeah. occasional nuggets occasional of knowledge. Nuggets of knowledge, and most of the time retractions for false assertions of knowledge. Especially specifically Becky. <laughs> I've hurt myself so often that I'm just very comfortable icing my body mm -hmm. any the, time of day. The Disney Channel party, Eugene. What did you go as? I went as the heroes of High School Musical, Sharpay and Ryan Evans. I made my boyfriend be Ryan, of course, because I am he the Sharpay it. in the relationship. Yeah. But that's, that's the one, one of the things. The hat. That's the, hat. the one with the hat. Wow. Yeah, He's the cool, cool hats. He wears a lot of cool hats. Real cool. The big hat. Episode. But I love them because if anyone is familiar <laughs> with High School Musical, 
and I rewatched all three of them in preparation for my party. Um, oh, God. The villains, the villains are the theater nerds. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not familiar with the storyline, the hero is the jock and the new girl. And the villains are the people who actually were art nerds since they were kid. The people who love theater the most. It's really a huge flip of reality because Mm. you're not the cool kid when you're the theater geek. Yeah. So, yeah, I always fell for Sharpay and Ryan. So I went as them from their uh, audition number outfits. And uh, it was a huge hit. I had a lot of people at the bar come up to me and go, Sharpay and Ryan? It was. It's that like in, ingrained in millennial minds. Those my, outfits. My favorite picture was the one of you with YB because you're just towering over her. You're, oh yeah, you, you had must have crazy heels on. Yeah, I had like five and five and a half yeah, inches. You were on, yeah. like a giant monster, Jean Pay, and it was amazing. I mean, those poor theater kids—they're working years and years and years oh, for yeah. a role of a lifetime, and then all of a sudden, this jock and new kid just come in sweep in and they're like what happened to my seniority what happened to my training i did that when i moved into a school as a senior and took three lead roles in the you, plays that year you wow. were the troy bolton of your school no he no, was I the was, gabriella i was the gabriella the gabriella yeah. of your school yeah who was your troy um uh, nobody <laughs> it didn't work out were you soaring flying uh no but i was having a good time was there a star in heaven that you couldn't reach yeah there were some people who didn't like me that I liked. He's, he's quoting mm-hmm. a song. One oh, I know. I'm just sort of trying to answer as if they're real questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're breaking free from this conversation. Yeah, we're breaking free. I did. I do think it's really impressive. Like there are few people that can tell, you know, in the middle of January, right off after holidays, say, hi, I'm throwing this party in four days. It's a theme party. Wear a costume. And everyone showed up. Everyone committed. Um, it's It's not... Not, I feel like not everyone can ask people to do that and their friends will actually go through with it. Well, it was tough because I, I tried for the first time to do a daytime party, which I thought more people would commit to because, you know, I would assume that on a Saturday afternoon people could show up. But I had about half the people cancel on me. Mm-hmm. The morning of half wow. the people canceled. It was a three day weekend. But, so but I like- think people have more of a people feel like they can cancel on a day party more than I think oh, a, a club yeah. party. You're probably so right. next time I need to, I think, go back to like a, a traditional yeah. 10 to 2 a.m. So it was a 12-hour window. That's pretty tough for people to, you know, wrap. You know, you feel like, oh, well, so long that I'm not missing it if I cancel. It was oh, like you know a, what I mean? The implication mm. is that it was a 3 p.m. till last call party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't, but yeah. It could have been. I think like when you get the sense like, oh, I can just come whenever then it's easier to say, oh, well, I could just not come at all. Yeah, yeah. it throttles Rather your whole day, like, right? This is an hour. The cake will be served at four. You have to be here. Yeah. But two different approaches. Yeah, daytime mm-hmm. stuff. I think I'm going to go back to clubs next year. Yeah, Wes's party last year was a daytime party. It was like pre-lit, but if he had thrown like a more of a club party last <laughs> yeah. year, it was, I would like. I think it would have been dope. It would have been a rager. Yeah. I didn't go to Wes's party because it was right after I had gotten my hair surgery. Oh. And so I was this inflated balloon man. <laughs> oh, yeah. You would have been a good yeah. addition to the, the creatures at the party. I, I would have. But it was like I most some people knew. Right. But I was still in this place where I was insecure about how I looked and I was very moody because of the medicine I was on. And I fucking looked crazy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just go scroll through my Instagram until you see my face swollen like I got stung by a thousand bees. That's a yeah. Common side effect of um, that procedure. Yeah, and, and yeah. a lot of, I mean, really any surgery or in or around your head, if you don't, I mean, if you don't sleep right, but also if you're just prone to inflammation, you will puff up. And I puffed up. 
And and it was just the, yeah, it was too much for me to bear the idea of going to this party and having to explain myself to people and Wes seeing my face and crying. I, I just couldn't do it. Side effects of surgery are so funny, uh, like because they're often like weird swelling. For when I had my hernia surgery, just my abdomen swelled like crazy, so I looked like I gained like ten pounds. But before I left, they were like, "And let us know if your um, scrotum swells like crazy." And I was like, "I was like, what?" It's like, yeah, sometimes people's scrotums just swell like three times their size, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and it did not happen to me, thank God. But oh, I was man. super concerned. That would probably really hurt. It would probably really hurt. Would like if it stretched out, would you just would it go back to normal, or would you just have excess skin forever? I don't down know. There? No, I think it's the balls that swell. Yeah, it's like the balls that swell. Yeah, not oh, the skin sac. You did yeah. say scrotum, and I just my mind went straight to dick. Yeah, I, I think it's like the I don't know fluid That's, around your testicles. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens, but it didn't sound fun. And it didn't it happen. Sounds kind of fun. Maybe a little bit. A genuine question. If Keith came into the office and was like, guys, the craziest thing happened. I got surgery and my penis is like four times swollen right now. Would you be like, yeah, I want to see that? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all on the same page. Yeah, you got to give it an opportunity. Oh, From yeah. a purely technical perspective. Yeah. You know, yeah. Educational. Yeah. I mean, it's like when someone says, do you want to watch me pick this scab? Some people yeah. say yes, and some people say no. Yeah. I like watching that stuff. Although like I, I've been staring at your scab. I don't want to watch. I don't want to. I've just been sitting it's here a like pretty big scab. It looks like some of it already like tore off, probably a little prematurely. But yeah. the the middle part, I'm like the waiting. The band took some with. I'm it. waiting for you to pull out. And when you peel that bad boy, you let me know. It's gonna take a while. I yeah. like peeling my own scabs, but I can't say I've ever derived pleasure from another's. Do you ever press your own bruises? Oh yeah. I always do that. I'm always yeah, pressing my bruises. But not a ton. I, I got this scab in a soccer game, and the guy I was marking, I, I like, you know, tackled him, and he was like, hey, watch out, bro. And I said, it's not a foul if the ref doesn't see it, bro. <laughs> and then the next uh, the next you play, douche. he laid into me and sent me flying, and then the ref called a foul on him. So, gunside his head, what's to, what's to say? And did you guys win? Uh, that game? Yeah. Uh no, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> but Ned won that moment. Your it's defense, about the right? Small um, defense. Yeah, we had a good defense game, but our offense <coughs> couldn't score. Speaking of sports, one zero sports. Uh, we glossed over this briefly, but Keith, I did not know you watched Cheer on Netflix. Oh yeah, well, I fucking ate that shit. Up. Oh, I, I watched the whole Wait, thing. Cheer is about sports. It's, it's about, about cheerleading. cheerleading. But Which, it's a, is, is it sport? Friday Night Lights, but for cheerleading? No, it's kind a, of actually. The the feeling you get watching it. That's yeah, true. It's, it's a follow doc. You though. really, it's a it's a really well made documentary. Okay. But it also is this wonderful glimpse not only into cheerleading as a very serious sport, but the people who end up at Navarro College, uh -huh. which is uh, somewhere in suburban Texas outside of Dallas. Yeah, and um, it's a lot of people who this is like their main opportunity to you know get an education but also to essentially like try to save their life get yeah that and like get the national title of cheerleading they're a it's junior college it's one of the best cheer schools in, in the, the country. country and almost all of the people on it have come from terrible homes or have something bad has happened or like in their poverty life. and it's or, amazing yeah. every character is like wow you really want to root for you them. Yeah. are really overcoming the odds right now i became a cheerleader for cheerleaders yeah. 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 But it also is like a really great slice of what it like that show was my upbringing. Like that was my I know those people. life. 100%. I know all those people. Yes. There's a scene in the pilot in the first episode where they are required to take because they're not all from Texas. 
an intro to Texas class. Yeah. And you get a glimpse into <laughs> this. And the first slide that this teacher is presenting has a map of the United States. Texas is in red and has a beautiful like blue star in it. And the rest is sectioned off. California's called hideous. Mm-hmm. The plains is called boring. The the northeast is called um like Yankee Town. Yankee Town. Like this is taught in school. And Florida's called Disneyland. Yeah, awful in or something. Texas. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Tennessee was very Tennessee history was the most important thing. But it was yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I took you. I took Texas history. Yeah. Uh, Texas government twice. Yeah. As so a I class. couldn't come to your birthday party because I was in San Antonio, Texas, for a wedding. Beautiful. And uh, I took. Uh, I we went to the uh, the Alamo. And it is the the most underwhelming piece of architecture <laughs> I've ever seen. I mean, you expect it to be this like giant fort, like totally iconic, massive. It's like it's like a small, it's a small building. mission building, it's probably the size yeah. of this office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we were in San Antonio on tour, I woke up a little bit later. I met up with Keith and Eugene. Eugene? I don't know yeah, where you were. We had now. a little morning date. I yeah. was having a scooter. Oh scooter yeah. Time. But scooter I just all over that we city. were like two blocks from the Alamo and they were like, ah, no, we were just there. Fuck it. You don't want to see it. Oh, no. Keith and I took photos in from the Alamo because we had this moment where we turned to each other and I said, I think I learned about the Alamo as a Texan child, maybe 10 years of my 15 years in school. Like they they drill yeah. the Alamo story into you. Wow. Yeah. And then Keith goes, I know about the Alamo because someone very famous from Tennessee died there. <gasps> Is that Davy Crockett? Yeah. Davy he's fucking from Crockett. Tennessee? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, King of the Wild Frontier. That's where he perished. I believe he's a Tennessee fo- a hero. We Tennessee say folk, folk hero, hero. Real, yeah, <laughs> but like that. There's always that bleed of of uh, what's real and what's not. I don't Johnny know what he is based on. Something he was real. just like an adventurer, About right? Paul he was Bunyan. like a real frontiersman. Yeah, he popularized he just, the look the, of the raccoon cat. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But I learned so way too much. Everyone about died at the Alamo. Uh, except for um, one boy and uh, Emily something, one woman they spared to go tell the message. Got it. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. But then why was it significant? Did it like turn the tide of the war because everyone was invigorated? Yeah, because essentially, yeah, essentially (sighs) since, and it's hard because when you look at it, you're like, was Texas as a republic really right? Because this was technically Mexico's land. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like convoluted, really not that convoluted, but for Texans and Americans, it was this like moment where because they massacred everyone mm-hmm. in the mission and they were surrounded, um, it, it it inspired and rallied the troops to surprise General Santa Ana. Sam Houston did it um, at a turning point in the war where they pushed uh, the Mexican army back. Uh-huh. So, but that moment was this like, oh, now we're going to actually like all fight together and you know protect the our country. Um, remember the Alamo and screaming. Remember the Alamo. Yeah, mm. I just I think I think it's currently used as a symbol <laughs> to continue uh, nationalistic bullshit and and veiled, oh, thinly veiled racism against Mexicans. Oh, of is. course. Yeah, so it's like yeah. I, I don't uh-huh. think it's something we're. And there's a Ripley's Believe It or Not across the street. Well, okay. Yeah. Now that we should remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean this guy. It's a, there's. But what I'm telling, I believe that, and I'm yeah. not defending Texas education. No, you're Definitely, just, you're just representing. Don't it. appreciate it. But yeah. I'm representing where we grew up, which Cheer showed really well. Cheer, which is you have a very narrow upbringing about what like the world is and how America was founded. So the way the cheerleaders look when they compete with the, like the crazy big hair and the crazy like uh, like 
like baby doll curls. Like mm-hmm. they look the big like bows. they look almost look like Bratz dolls. Yeah. <laughs> um, like because their heads become twice the size with how they put a giant bow and they tease their hair and it's like they put on a ton of makeup and then also their bodies are itty bitty as it is. Yeah, they're like all under under hundred pounds. Yeah. Of the flyers. I'm yeah. glad that we found our way back to Netflix because I have two two different roads. One one oh. is a quick thought, an observation, <laughs> if I can. Oh. Where it's interesting. I think that the promise of Netflix and the streaming. The, the world of streaming was that, oh, wow, we have infinite possibilities at our fingertips. But what I'm realizing is actually happening is that we're going back to programmatic TV where it's like, okay, what's on NBC tonight? Okay, I'm going to watch that. And you don't actually, you're not actually choosing. You turned on Netflix and that is like, you, correct me if I'm wrong, you never would have thought in a million years that you would have been watching Cheer, right? But you, it was the first thing that was recommended. You heard it was good. And now there you go. I want to make an observation, too. I hate it when I hate it when on Netflix or Amazon or Hulu, they change the picture of the show between when I've watched it last and watching it next. And I can't find the show because I'm looking for a specific thumbnail. And I'm like, where's the show? And Becky's like, it's right there, you idiot. I'm like, I can't see it. Why do they change the picture? It's because they're Old curating man. the visual based on your watching habits. I know, but I'm already watching it. Leave I- it the same and i'd like to make another observation (laughs) about the streaming i when i finish a show i want to sit with it for a second i want to let that impact of the cut to black hit me in the heart and instead the second it's over i am furiously scrambling to the remote so that i can hit back so that it doesn't immediately go into the next episode it's like three seconds it's like can i have like just a minute to go pee or have a snack without having to put pause 10 seconds 10 seconds and you know what I'll give you another observation on Hulu. Uh-huh. They, they start the countdown before the fucking show is over. That's so you're watching wild. your Rick and Morty, and they got a little post-bumper joke, but all of a sudden there's a 10. Oh, you know what? The Good Place does this, because The Good Place, the final moment of that show is always like the big, like, uh-huh. dun, dun, dun. And it's as that scene's starting, you just see 10, 9, <laughs> oh my God. 8, 7. And, like, the show's still happening. There's still plots coming out. It is... So that's that's been my streaming rants of the week. Love it. I would love to talk about uh, uh, a show that really took over my weekend. I know Keith and Eugene. I think it took over yours as well, and that is the Circle. Ned, have you have you indulged? I finished. I haven't watched it yet. I've been watching The Witcher. No, and Ned, no, Ned, no, Ned. This conversation's about the circle. And <laughs> it wasn't what else are you watching? No, no, no. Uh, other things I'm watching. Well, SNL's coming back. That's no, no, exciting. Because no. this is a conversation that you can join in regardless. <laughs> the circle, if you don't know, is a sh- is social media as a game show. Mm-hmm. And what is so mm-hmm. fascinating about it is that it is gamified people choosing profile pictures, people chatting, but then there are also catfishes in the game yeah. of people, because no one ever sees each other face to face. Oh, wow. So, so uh, someone will be like I'm going to play my girlfriend Rebecca and he uses her photo and is talking as her the whole time and you're trying to figure out I want to be on this show I actually was thinking what if we asked them if the four of us could pilot one character that sounds amazing because like that you know like that would be fun or can we just make an episode with them where all of us are catfishes and we're trying to figure out who is which catfish? Like the four of us enter the game and it's just the four of us, but we're all playing other characters and at the end you have to just rank who you think is who and whoever can guess the correct identities wins. I guess we don't need that. We could just do that. We could just do we that. We could just do it. Yeah, but it basically would be but like... I want to be on their show. I want to be on their show. I uh, What I like about it is that it's, it's a social experiment in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And to me, the most interesting thing, and this is props to the casting is that they chose like honesty 
They chose kindness. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil everything, but it's just like watching it is they're all t- they're almost playing like bachelor contestants and how they talk. It's like, well, this person is really vulnerable to me, so I trust them. And it's like all about emotion instead of like there's no fights. It's totally different. Okay, this is a very weird analogy to to pull out, but cooperation is something that is actually seen a lot more in human behavior than you would expect and throughout history uh, because it's it's what is that that grid where um, it's the prisoner's dilemma if you both agree you both do well if one of you thwarts the other one does really well but one loses and if you both uh, betray each other you both fail and so cooperation often is the best choice and in World War one thinking back to 1917 there was a, a, a cooperation where People in the trenches didn't actually want to kill each other. They were just like, we just want to make it out of here alive. So there would be this thing where at 12.08, every single day, the enemy shot this same spot, this same target, and and they knew just stay away from that spot because they wanted to show their generals, hey, we're attacking. But it was this uh, unspoken way of telling each side, hey, we're not actually trying to kill you. You don't kill me. I'm not going to try and kill you. Mm-hmm. We're both going to get out of here alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was on my mind. That's really cool. It's a very cool fact. I wonder. <laughs> I, I finished the circle. I did too. I, I'm not done. I'm so close. I yeah. I won't ruin anything. Left. But I, it's interesting because you had that observation. I had a different take on that because yeah. a lot of the players, because there's like people who catfish, so they're using a different profile picture. For Ned and for viewers who haven't, for and listeners who haven't seen this, it's basically <laughs> a reality competition show where everyone's isolated into different hotel rooms, essentially. They have to create a online profile, but they have no idea if the other person is essentially a catfish or not. And they have like maybe one fifth of the players are catfishes. Uh-huh. And then basically you're eliminated based on the ranking at some points that the players do Just of how each much other. they like you. And okay. if you are the bottom one, you get blocked, which means you're eliminated. Yes. And they bring bring in new players throughout. But there's also challenges that get to make so you... So what was your take on it? My take was that um, a lot of people were honest, but that idea of the cooperation and being like, oh, this person's legitimate or vulnerable, that was a very particular tone of vulnerability that I found fake. It, it felt fake. Because Some of it was, that, yes. that like way of people cooperated was always the, um, say say a message to me, like you're doing a private message on this game. Hey. Hey, just checking in on see how you're doing after last night. Oh my God, thank you so much. It's so great that you're talking to me right now. I really appreciate it. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm really here for you. I like really support you. Sorry. Oh, that's so sweet. I, I really support you. It's great to hear that. I it's very like, it, and Circle, I realize, yeah. message Eugene and Keith. I got you guys' back. You're my day one homies. Yeah. Hashtag ride or die. Hashtag honesty first. Send message. And it brings up this other interesting question about social this media, is which is, right well, which is that, that that did create like a true alliance in the gameplay. Yes. But would those people actually have been friends in real life? Would those people actually... Um, no, like each other. Uh, some of them, some of a them, a few of them, but I really don't think um, a few of them would actually have, in any way or form, like created a real human. Yeah, connection. what I like though is it sort of like the internet and like an old message board. Um, like you could become friends with like a username. Uh, right, and right. that uh, mm. the person on the other end of that might have been someone who'd never be friends with you in real life. So I thought that element of the game did replicate something that was like very internet-y and true. Yeah. Well, you know what the optimal strategy for that is? It's called tit for tat, where you start nice and cooperating, but if someone fucks you, you fuck them right back. But then if they say, oh, I want to be nice again, then you start being nice. 
that you is just what happened. About what, that's what, about what happened, yeah. And then you just copy whatever the other person. Yeah, is that's doing. pretty much everyone's copying each other's. Because if you just are nice all the time, you're gonna get taken advantage of. Okay, season two of the circle. This is our audition. You have a chance to be a catfish. Any catfish you want. You're gonna be the fishiest fish. Who are you being, Eugene? What? Or what type of per- person? Like yeah, what? Oh, what's if your you fake could profile? Catfish is anybody? You know, I had a different strategy. I would actually catfish with someone that I think for people who watch the show is more of a, a shubum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would catfish uh everyone catfish with someone who was ridiculously hot. They were all hot. They took yeah, photos they of people who were idea. literally supermodels. Right. The, the, it tried and it to... makes sense because you do like hot people and a lot of people are there like they're young, they're single, they want to like flirt. Mm-hmm. What a lot of flirting, but that is private chats. Yeah. Um I would have maybe went to a place where I wanted to be someone who was super authentic and catfish with a really good uh, like story. You know, someone that you would never want to. Yeah, I would want to be a husband with like two kids. Yeah, something. And like, uh, yeah. my wife passed away. Yeah, oh, that's God. that's dark. But I think yeah. that but that's, that's a strategy how you win someone because, should come in. Everyone with. really wanted to support the people who seemed like they needed it, or yeah. like they really uh, like emoted with people who shared personal stories. Wow. And Shubham was so unique because What'd he you was win at the, end? the only person being himself and wasn't trying to thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. I would catfish as a. 12 year old child <laughs> I would, they would never let you on that would be obvious they, no the show they, producers can't put you on the show they, no and my mom would be there with me okay monitoring i would be a mother son combo yeah mm. mm-hmm. that's the weirdest dynamic for sure <laughs> yeah. that one that one yeah really rubs me the wrong way yeah that's strange zach <laughs> yeah no yeah. i just in the show I, that one rubs me the wrong way but that would be hilarious if there was a way they could put a kid on there yeah. Is that he would he or she would be just like overwhelmed, but also maybe very good at the game. Maybe very good, but he'd yeah. also be flirted with, and that'd be a really weird situation. That's very so. weird. Yeah. Let's jump to a new topic. Anybody try anything new this week? Bum bum ba dum bum. Weekly tries. I took Wes to his first wedding. <laughs> oh, that was pretty neat. I didn't realize it, but then it was apparent. I was like, wait, Wes has never danced on a dance floor like this and it was pretty cool because he was on LA time so he stayed up till 9pm oh so, party boy he's a little party boy he had an outfit with a maroon vest and maroon joggers and a little little like cloth uh, flower on his lapel yeah. with a chain. Also, during that, this was during Eugene's party while Ned was at this wedding, and Ned was drunk texting us updates of the playlist of the party. It was a good playlist, you guys. It was about four hours of oh shit, they're playing Akon. <laughs> oh shit, Pitbull. So much so that I thought Ned went there without Ariel and Wes because <laughs> I was like, he just seems lonely. He's texting a group thread about the music. <laughs> But I also realized that's just super lit, Ned. Yeah, he just wants yeah. everyone to share in the fun. Yeah, I, I'm. I missed you guys. I yeah. wish you guys were at the wedding, and I knew that you guys were at a party. So I was like, you know, like we're both partying. We're both partying. But Wes had a great time. He was just dancing, clapping. Here is my my fear of babies at weddings: is there's no world in which he's not the star. Yeah. Everyone on the dance floor is like, look at that baby go. Oh, yeah, but there were a bunch of babies at the wedding. Okay. There so was five. Equal opportunity, baby. Yeah. Popularity. Wes met all of his second cousins. Wow. Did they dance together? Yeah, a little bit. They yeah. were uh, they were on Texas time, though, so they had to go to bed earlier. Wimps. Losers. Well, no. I mean, children. <laughs> Losers. But it's really fun watching like a four-year-old talk to a two-year-old because they have like slightly more words. Like, hello, Wes. 
like, do you want to go down the slide? Wes doesn't want to go down the slide. And then parent chimes in like, well, I think he's a little uh, cautious uh, right now. I think he just needs to take some time to warm. Wes, yeah, <laughs> go down the slide with me. It's like it's like it's still a kid that doesn't really know what's going on, but they know more and have more words than the two-year-old. The two-year-old's just like, Paul? <laughs> when I was uh? a kid, I, I was the ring bearer at my uncle's wedding. I was probably six. Mm. And I just remember they gave me this pillow and it had a fake ring sewn on. And I was furious. I was like, you guys don't trust me? You're telling me I gotta just walk down a fucking aisle and you don't trust me to just carry a ring? Give me the ring, Uncle Neil. I can do this. And they wouldn't give it to me and I put up a huge fucking fit. And then I just had to walk down and my sister was the was the flower girl and she was so shy so she couldn't throw the flowers right. And everyone was like, oh, that's so cute. I'm like, Stephanie, you're fucking it up. Throw the flowers like a big girl. We have a job to do. And then, for some reason, they said no babies allowed at the party. So I had to go home early. And I'm oh, like, I'm sucks. not try- I'm just trying to bust a move. I just want to dance. And they wouldn't let me. It was the worst wedding ever. It was probably a really fun wedding for the adults like without the kids there. Is, uh, you know, that's a, that's an appropriate age to be trusted with a ring. I was ready to fucking yeah. party. You're, you're old enough. The wedding I was just it. in had like... Three, uh, four, and five-year-olds who were trusted with the ring, and I was like, I, I was like, are you sure you guys want that? I'll hold the rings. I was the best man. I'm like, I will. We, let's just give them the boxes. They don't need to have the rings in the boxes. Like, and they're like, no, no, it'll be fine. I'm like, are you sure? They're children. And, just watch the kid eat the and ring. And no one seems to be monitoring the children. So I'm like, I guess I'm in charge of the children too because they have the rings. Uh, a couple months ago, I went to one of my best friend's weddings, and when it came time to present the rings, there was this moment of silence oh, yeah. and then confusion uh, oh, no. and then the bride kind of turned around to her, her brother and to her bridesmaid oh, forget it and no one <sighs> and no one they didn't do a rehearsal dinner i guess oh. and no one was in charge of the ring and so there was just this panic and and the mom just goes i guess the brother's name it was like brian go inside the house and he just sprints <laughs> off running <laughs> and he got there's like Five minutes of, of clatter and confusion, and finally Whoa. they just the rabbi take took his ring off, and the bridesmaid took her ring off, and they exchanged those, uh, and they couldn't find the ring until like an hour later. That's wow. so funny, very so, memorable. So for now me. she's married to the rabbi. Yes, uh-huh. he's right. married to the bridesmaid. Nice, nice. nice. That works. Nice. I love nice. it. I love it. <laughs> love was found. That I'm day. just saying, <laughs> if you had given me the ring, uh, that would not have happened. Yeah. I also, I was like, I want to hold on to the rings. That's one of my jobs. I was like bummed that the kids got the whole <laughs> job. Yeah, because the best man is actually the person who normally has yeah. the rings. So I was like, I want the, give me the rings. We, uh, we're throwing a Super Bowl party and uh, I, I. And was, everyone listening is invited. Ned's address no, no, is. No, 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 please no. Actually, I did. I, I'm getting more RSVPs than I thought. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, and I maybe went a little overboard with invitations, but. It's like not a few fair amount of people said no last year because not everyone likes football, but now this year everyone's like yes. You know yeah. why some? Yeah. I, you know I think people are also coming more this year. Yeah, better halftime show. Hey. Oh, that's true. J Lo and Shakira are performing this yeah. year. Yeah, it's gonna be a Latin explosion. Mm-hmm. And J Lo is avenging her her stolen Oscar nomination. She's coming. She's out coming hard. Full She's gonna come pissed at hard. Yeah, I mean, she was incredible. Wait, in who Oscars. was last year's halftime show? Absolute. Was it a legacy bullshit. act? 
Wait, what was last year? It wasn't Justin Timberlake. That was, was two it years. like no, that was Maroon two years Five ago. or something. Maroon, Maroon Five. Right? Oh yeah, that yeah. was that was just that was like a tepid over it. experience. <laughs> Adam yeah. Levine with his shirt off showing up. He's over great, it. but I'm over it. Yeah. No, J Lo and Real Shakira. Bad Super Bowl all around. Yeah. Who's so? Is it 49ers and the Chiefs? And the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. So it's a really good offense versus a really good defense. Just and be excited. with an exciting offense running game. So it's yeah. That's true. If That's I might true. continue being. The very gay try guy mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. J Lo and Shakira. Yes. The 49ers has the really hot quarterback, right? Yes. Jimmy yes. Garoppolo is Jimmy a, Garoppolo. Is a dreamboat. Jimmy what a looker. Handsome one. I've been Googling that. Mm-hmm. I'm like ready to watch that happen. Mm-hmm. Who's how hot is the other quarterback? See, this is what I'm is interested not, about. He's like he's hot not, because he's the most talented quarterback in the I, NFL. He's that fun is to very watch. attractive. Yeah, yeah. Skills very attractive. He's, Plus, he's with the, the helmet and everyone's like, mm. but mm-hmm. the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis mm, Kelsey, tight end. had a mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah, had a tight a end. Name. He had a reality sh- dating show at one no point. Way. Yeah, what? Yeah, it was a show where like you just wanted tried to, and he was what the host. No, or he was, was on it. He was the he was contest- like a bachelor. He it was oh like the bachelor, God. but just for this one football player. I'm, no I don't way. think I'm making was this up. Was it called like end zone or something? And like it was about you know people end. who love Hutch? football players. All right, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up and make sure that I'm not spouting bullshit. All right, so for the listeners who don't care much about football, when you watch the Super Bowl with your family, Jalen Shakira performing, mm-hmm. and the 49ers quarterback is very attractive. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right now on the tripod, who's your money on? Who are you betting on? Well, so that's a Ooh. that's a tough question because and I hope you're betting against each other. Literally, my money is on the 49ers because two months ago I got them at eight the eight to one odds to win the Super Bowl. Oh uh, wow! And, oh wow! Yeah, what about you, Zach? But I like the Chiefs more, and I will personally be rooting for the Chiefs to win. So you're going to root for the Chiefs? Is electric, so fun to watch, and I love Patrick Mahomes. I just want y'all to put like a bet right now on the line. We I just like watching people bet. Okay, ten dollars on the Chiefs. No, not money. You oh. have to you have to do something in the tripod if you lose. I'll eat ten dollars. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll eat ten dollars if the Chiefs lose. You're gonna eat ten dollars <laughs> in quarters. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I won't do that. Well, but it's we illegal. both want the same team to win. Okay, what? So do Wait, I? Wait, so you're both going for the Chiefs? But yeah, we're both rooting for the Chiefs. All right, so Keith and I will yeah. root for the 49ers. Okay. All right. And then if we, if y'all, it sounds like y'all are going to win because you know more about football. Uh, no, it's, it, it's, it's a very a big, even game. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, I think the, the 49ers think, will probably win, but I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will win, but I'm rooting for the 49ers. Oh, How about that? wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Keith and Eugene got, got the bet on the 49ers, Zach and Ned on the Chiefs. We're going to let Miles decide oh God. what the losers have to do. So Ooh. we'll figure that out in the next tripod. You know, <laughs> speaking of Miles, yes. I, you may have noticed that he actually isn't here with us today, but he did leave us a uh, oh. card that says, to be opened for advice that will go four miles. And he used the number four because it's very his speed. Even in the afterlife, Miles is with us he always. sealed it. <laughs> like licked <laughs> He didn't clothes. want us to cheat. He slobbed all over it. Oh my Jesus. Okay, let's right, see Keith, what we got. You got to do it in his voice too. This is exciting. I'm, I'm wondering if I should read this parentheses because yeah. it says. In parentheses, he says, hey, guys, it. thanks for reading this. Make sure you read all of it. It's really important for the podcast. Which made it tough because that was in parentheticals, and it said to read all of it. So, like, what, where are we supposed to read I that? want you to I read word for word. What up, Miles Nation? Pretty, Pretty good. good. It says, pause for standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing tonight? Four exclamation points. 
Do you want to urinate with the power of a thousand suns? <laughs> Do you want to be so smart you bang every day? Bang? Do you want to feel insanely wet? Is he talking about drinking lots of water? You said insanely wet? Wet. Chug two glasses of water right when you wake the fuck up. <laughs> Water is good, yes. We all know it's the juice that comes from Mother Nature's boobs. Your body okay. is 99% water, and you want to be 100% sexy, so my advice to you is to chug two big-ass bowls of water the second you are awake. Bowls. It wakes you up, and it energizes you, you're, and you're so tired, you can't even be like, ew, water is yucky. Okay, haha, that was funny. Enough of the segment. It's I'm just speaking as me now. Make sure you follow Miles on Instagram at Miles Bond. It is a really good account. Haha. Nice. That Drink was a water. good Miles. I yeah. mean, hydration, super important. Yeah. yeah. No arguments there. I've always heard, and this was from a person who, you know, you know, believes in crystals but uh that if you drink warm water as your first glass of water it's better for your digestion for that day your digestion, your digestion for the day because it like it's just the same temperature as your stomach rather than cold making your stomach cold and condensing it just like just keep it the same temperature you don't need to make it cold i prefer room temperature water it was like, uh, I like slightly water. warm and she think she said to use slightly warm salt water Mm, that's there's so many that's too much do you remember that there's like a rule apparently that you're not even supposed to drink liquids while you're eating like it 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 does something with the digestion you're supposed to drink after or before you eat some shit like that but yeah. what if i we eat could, something spicy you could always be doing there's, there's better all these rules like you just have to eat like in moderation and just like uh just like avoid like rich fatty foods just the worst. Just the worst. I mean, rules like stop eating when you're full and don't only eat cookies for dinner. And there's yeah. so many rules. Yeah. I went to a gastroenterologist and uh, he asked what I did. And I said, I make YouTube videos for the internet. And he said, oh, what kind? And I was like, oh, I can't tell him. <laughs> I can't tell him that some of the videos I do are just me eating tons of garbage uh, in one sitting. Uh, I actually, I think that's pretty uh, pertinent information yeah, for your checkup. Yeah, I was need. too embarrassed. But he would probably say, don't do that. It was, I know, I was like on the way out and he's like, mm -hmm. by the way, what's your channel called? I was like, dry guys. <laughs> and... You're like, don't look at um, this week's release. Um. <laughs> there, there is something I, I am very proud of what we do. I, I have a lot of pride, but there are certain sectors of my life where I don't want knowledge of my profession to enter. Uh, someone said hi to me after a yoga class. Mm -hmm. And then the yoga instructor is like, oh, what's your channel called? And I'm like, fuck, I don't Now I got to go find a new teacher. I don't want mm -hmm. I don't want this. I got a massage. Yeah. And at the end of the massage, <laughs> at the very I remember end, that story. You <laughs> said, by the way, I'm a big fan. I'm like, oh, it's like they've just been touching your body. <laughs> they've been rubbing my body for an hour. <laughs> I'm okay with the knowledge at, at, up top. <laughs> yeah, it would, been, it would have been a little more okay if she was like, hey, just so you know, are you comfortable with this? Because I know who you are. I would have been like, oh, sure. Yeah. But after it made it very like, no, <laughs> I got to go take a shower. <laughs> So I guess, Miles, do we think that he types up his advice every week? I thought he was just shooting from the hip. But he memorizes stuff, and then I, I think he know. does some ad-libbing as you're, well. You're a big notes taker. You always make notes and then read off your phone. That's true. I do like notes because I'm pretty forgetful. So I guess I'm very impressed with Miles. You're impressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I need to take notes. I have a, a, a working 
email draft of um, pod, possible podcast topics. And there are things from like October that we never got to that I'm like, well, maybe someday. An yeah. email draft. So you're just threatening to send it at any point <laughs> That's in for time. himself. No, I just, for whatever reason, I that's how I keep notes is as email drafts. Or like if I want to remind myself, I'll send an email to myself. I, mm-hmm. I find myself... I, I do don't, that too. I don't check... I send notes. myself addresses for places that I'm going. That way it's really easy for me to, to get them. Like here's mm. the the very first. This is going back to when we had a Patreon exclusive podcast. Wow. It was Eugene. Don't we still have a Patreon exclusive podcast? Oh, we do. And stick around after yeah. this for, for that. <laughs> yeah. Stick around after this for the Post Thoughts podcast where we talk for about 30 minutes about the videos that came out this week. And by stick around, we mean go to patreon.com. Yeah. Stick around. And stick around. Go there. Go to our Patreon. Join the tier that requires you that, that I don't remember how much it costs. I think it's the $10 tier. Yeah. You get access to the. Pretty much all the extra bonus content. Yeah. But this is when this podcast was being tested in Patreon. Right. Sometimes right. So what are your like, unused right, right, notes right, right, that uh, have never made the tripod? One, I forgot about this, is Eugene's Shia LaBeouf story. I want to know what that is. Oh, I don't want to talk about celebos. That's too heavy for this long. We're near the end. We've got to pick uh, a short one. One is my desire to remake a Smash Mouth music video. That was going to be a big goal of mine for 2019. Didn't do it. Maybe 2020. Who knows? Uh, uh, the Rat Saga. Uh, Boba Unlimited card, spray tan video. Don't remember that one. Uh, uh, I wore a blazer to a school recital. <laughs> there's a story connected. Uh huh. Like not. A, look, there's a reason I haven't brought all these up. These are these are the 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 deep. Okay, here's one we can end on. Here's one we can end on. Flushing etiquette. I entered a bathroom. It was a one a single use stall, and the guy knew I was coming in because we kind of walked up at the same time. So he knew I was there. And he didn't flush. Did he? He did not flush the pee. Oh. And I'm wondering, flushing etiquette, if you're trying to save the environment, we got droughts in California, is it okay to not flush because you know that the person after is going to do it? What and sort of wet restroom is this? Is this like is a, a restaurant? fancy hotel? Is this a restaurant? Is this it, Disney World? It was, imagine a... Uh, uh, like uh, where your dentist is, or like a corporate office, and mm. there's like different. Oh, the single use. It's ones, the yeah. single use uh, in the hall. In the they hall, all share. Uh-huh. You, have, you have the key on the giant and oversized ladle. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you guys walked into the restroom together. No, I. We walked towards the restroom. He unlocked it. He went in. Mm-hmm. I was locked outside. Mm-hmm. It's one room with a sink and a toilet, Man, and he tough. left urine I think, for me. I think the proper etiquette for a public bathroom is to flush it because what if you're going in there to poop? Because it's not right to say that my pee could splash up on your butt when you poop. That's a great point. And yeah. if, but on, in your own home bathroom, I think you should you know, probably not flush it unless you have to. I have told Maggie, don't don't bother flushing. I'm coming right in. <laughs> I would say... In Why the, didn't you say, weird. if it's brown, flush it down? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's yellow, thing, yeah. let it mellow. Yeah. Oh, is that a quote? That's yeah. fun. Oh yeah, yeah. That's for when you have sewage problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. that happened at, when I, at my camp one year. Think, there was yeah. a there was a bla- there was like a power outage, and so it was mm-hmm. like, hey guys, if you're just peeing, you gotta let it mellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Environmentalism aside, which is very noble, um, general etiquette in a public place, you gotta flush. Yeah. I think that's the etiquette. Well, yeah, that's you the have only. to flush. And don't yeah. piss all over the seat, you cretins. Lift it up with your foot if you don't want to touch it. You can lift it up with your shoe. It's not that difficult. Don't piss all over the guy. And if toilet. there's an accident, wipe it with the paper towel before you leave. Yeah, just don't piss all over. It looks like people sometimes go in there and deliberately try to pee everywhere they can. The, uh, the broken windows theory of urban development, where if there's one broken window, all of a sudden you give it like six months or a year, then it's going to like 
spiral and be a bunch of broken windows or a bunch of trash. Huh. So it was like actually keeping things in in really good repair and clean will save both the city money and also make people's lives better. And let that be a lesson to your own life. Sometimes you let one dish start in the sink and you don't clean it and that piles up. So try to like wash those dishes right when you're done with them. Try to like put the garbage out right when it gets to that limit. Try to like do things before they become a problem. That's your try for the week. That's going to be my try. That is typically I've been doing that because uh, Becky's got a twisted ankle. So I'm like doing all the chores right now. So I'm trying not to let them pile up. I wonder if that's why when I, I got one dent on my car and I'm like, ah, fuck it. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, 100%. scratches all up yeah. and down. Yeah. This is what happens at the end of the tripod is we uh, we are revealed we really, as the monsters we truly are. We gotta end this mm. now. Wait, you go fit it, wrap it up. Oh, no, I was just gonna tell even grosser story. Tell it. No, 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 it's too gross. It's tell all it. Save it. You can listen to Eugene's even grosser story on our podcast on Patreon. That's right. We have a Post Thoughts podcast where we talk for about 20 minutes more. We're also going to be talking about the videos that came out on our channel this week. And we'll be talking about Eugene's even more disturbing story. So I'm you're going to want to hear that. So join our community at patreon.com slash tryguys. Subscribe to the tripod. Rate us five stars. Also, hey, if you don't watch our YouTube videos, check it out. Tryguys. Tryguys.com. Uh, this has been the tripod. Keith hit us with the official tripod theme song. If you're cool, you can wear a hat. You can wear a hat if you're cool. Tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful.